close to Christmas, I decided to also compete at Anaheim. Anaheim is the biggest Supercross event you can go to. It's like the opener of the new season. And so for me, everything was so big. I only knew from television and from magazines. And then to be there on my own and to be in the stadium down at the track it was just incredible feelings. It was my biggest childhood dream to achieve. And I always looked up to McGrath and Carmichael and Jeff Stanton, everyone who rode in the 90s. And now it was my time to be there to ride the track. You know, when I'm about to start recording these podcasts, I figure I just can't talk about sponsors and not actually use their product. And the best part is, it's not really twisting my arm to crack a cold beer before I pretty much do anything. So a quick shout out before we get started on this different type of podcast to Rothaus Tannen Zapfler's line of alcohol-free beers from Germany. But you can find them in special locations all around the world. Hi guys, I'm Steve Sommerfeld and welcome back to the Riders Lounge podcast. And today we're doing something a little bit different, but something you'll probably see a lot more in the future. I caught up with Kai Haza a couple of weeks ago for a Night of the Jumps interview to see how his big trip to the US of A went as he went to achieve his childhood dream. And to be honest, probably all of our dreams. So you've probably already seen it if you follow Night of the Jumps. The video is already on YouTube. And if you've already subscribed to the Riders Lounge podcast on the new recast.app video platform, then you've probably already heard this one. But hey, you knew about it two weeks earlier than everyone else. So good for you. But Kai is one of the most skilled dudes on a dirt bike. And actually, it doesn't stop there. He's also pretty handy on pedal power as well. And we found that out last year when there were no FMX events going on in the middle of COVID. And instead of sitting on his thumb for two years, Kai did what probably all of us wish we did when we were like 10 years old. And you just want to go out and write everything just like a happy little kid. And he basically took it upon himself to ride in every two-wheeled event that he could. From flat track racing to motocross, hard enduro, downhill mountain bike and speedway. Events like the hard enduro world championships at Aberstone in Italy, which almost killed him, to one weekend actually, he had flat track training on Friday in the north of Germany. Then he flew down to Night of the Jumps in Basel in Switzerland for the event on Saturday. He was completely exhausted still throwing down lazy boy backflips like it was nothing, and then flying back to the flat track finals in Germany again on Sunday, and then even taking on that huge sea-to-sky enduro race in Turkey. But as he was taking on all these different disciplines and killing it at all of them, of course that crazy idea of, I wonder if I can take on the AMA Supercross, entered his mind. And then instead of thinking it's like this far-off dream that's not possible, the 30-year-old from Germany, who probably has more talent than most of us in his clutch finger, decided to go for it. You're only young once, right? And for those who may not have heard of Kai yet, you've probably seen him in action before, as he is one of Germany's best riders, but he is the guy who did that huge nose-bonk front flip off the scissor lift at M-O-D, and imagine jumping 75 foot 
towards the skinniest platform in the world, then going into a front wheel braked nose, like into an endo, and then trying to do a front flip down off of that platform. Absolutely ridiculous. And he has done that more than once. So that was not a fluke. He knows how to do it. So as one of the main riders at the Freestyle of Nations for Team Germany, we were actually planning on seeing him at the first event of the year, which was planned to be in Cologne on January the 6th. That was actually a day or two before what would have been the AMA Supercross starter in America. But with that event postponed, due to COVID, of course, it worked out perfectly that he was in America and he took on the world's biggest Supercross event. He made it there for Anaheim 1 and then to just take on more events after. So sit back, relax, and listen to this Night of the Jumps interview that we did a few weeks ago and find out exactly what happened to Kai after he made the nighttime event at his first ever Monster Energy AMA Supercross attempt, which, in its own right, is just about as good as winning the damn thing. Kai Haza, welcome. First interview for 2022 for Night of the Jumps, but... um. I would much prefer to have seen you in Cologne on January the 6th. That didn't happen. And now I'm looking at you and this is not exactly the best background (laughs) that you've got. What's, what's going on? So as our last interview was already, when I uh, talked about the freestyle of nations in Basel and the day after I straight went to flat track event. Um, I came up with the idea to achieve my childhood dream and to compete at a Supercross race. So I did that. I went to Anaheim 1 at the first January weekend and it went all perfect. I went to Anaheim 1 and went to the night show. I had hell of a time. Um, and then I went out a few days later to prepare for the next round. Um, and then I felt much better on the bike during the practice day. But yeah. then, unfortunately, I did a mistake, or I did couldn't jump the rhythm section right, and the case to jump and went off the bike and landed without the bike and injured again my left foot, which I I actually have seven broken bones in my body. Oh, my whole, like my whole career, yeah. um, and six bones are in in that left foot broken right so. now. Six bones nah, nah, in your left foot. Just, uh, just in general. Just in, uh, general. Just, in ge- just in general, that one foot has taken six out of your seven yeah, broken bones. Yeah, true. Yeah. So I'm sitting here waiting for surgery because it's quite swollen. As I just went back from America, I'm, I'm back in Berlin now, back home. So, yeah, here in the hospital, not the best place to be, but really looking forward for May then uh, when the event is, uh, is holding. Man. Um, yeah. Okay. So everything has happened since what was that September that we were talking about Basel yeah. freestyle of nations. And we were talking about all of the different disciplines you were doing. Yeah. And then you've come I up with this crazy that. idea and, and now you're in hospital. God damn it. That sucks. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because when we were talking about you coming to Cologne on January the 6th, that event was postponed, unfortunately. So the good news Straight away at the top of this show, the good news is that po- that postponed event 
will now be on the 29th of May in the Lungsus Arena. So that's the good news. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I got some time to, to prepare. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and we, we, we weren't really sure if you were able to make it because, you know, I just sent you a message. Oh, hey, Kai, all good for January the 6th. And you replied to me saying, oh, um, yeah, maybe we have a problem because actually... Well, you did for good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I might be in America at that time riding Supercross. Yeah. What? Uh, okay, <laughs> what, 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 what happened? So um, at the time, I think you said you were going over there. You weren't actually going... You weren't planning to do Anaheim 1. Um, you were that, thinking yeah. maybe to start Oakland, I think the next event yeah, the second round yeah true so so what happened why did you end up jumping in and just going straight for the big I mean, dog I was A1. Just there. i was there and why i should miss one more chance to get to the night show and when i did practice in december close close to christmas i decided to also compete at anaheim and anaheim is the biggest supercross event you can go to it's exactly. like the opener of the new season and Everything, everyone is so excited and everything is so, so for me, everything was so big. I only knew from television and from magazines and then to be there on my own and to be in the stadium down at the track, it was just incredible feelings. It was my biggest childhood dream to achieve because I'm riding dirt bikes since since I'm two, like since I'm three years old and I always looked up to McGrath and Carmichael and just then everyone who rode in the 90s and now it was my time to be there to ride the track man that that's (laughs) so awesome that's so gnarly that you got to do it what did it feel like as you rolled in to into the stadium for that first time and then to do the walk on the track and all that yeah was super crazy feelings i was between a dream and the reality so i always dreamed about all that but then I had to concentrate and be focused on riding. I mean, back then in the 90s when McGrath was riding and Carmichael was riding, there was no freestyle motocross in no, back exactly. at that time. So there was only motocross and supercross. And it, like all that period to to overcome now and to be there, it was just insane feeling. And I thought it would be one-timer. But now, I, as I only had one chance to get to the night show, I'm like, ah, it was, it's just expensive. But ah. when I, like during, during the week when I was injured, I told myself that that was it. I'm good. I'm happy with all how it went. And I went to the night show and I was an A1 and everything is fine. But then I went to the Oakland track. I was like, nah, I have to ride more. I want to ride more supercross. <laughs> Man, that is awesome because you were you were so close to making the full main event. You you were in the LCQ. Yeah. Unfortunately, you had that big crash that, in yeah. the LCQ. But uh, actually, you were doing quite well in the times uh, at the start yeah. of the day. I mean, I felt horrible the first time I went out on the, yeah. the first practice. But then step by step, I found my rhythm. I found my flow and everything went well. And... There was one guy behind me who almost made the mains in in Oakland. So this is a sign for me. It could be possible to get to the main, which was totally not my goal. My goal was to have fun, to not get injured, which was which didn't happen. But in general, to get the night shows and have some fun on the Supercross track. 
But as I've seen the other guys who were behind me in, in the first round almost got to the main, so to the top 20 guys, I'm yeah. like, it could be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maybe. man. That, and it's pretty crazy because you're a freestyle motocross rider yeah. going to racing, but then you're not really just a freestyle rider because you've been going around for your whole career with 810 on your bike. So <laughs> you're, you're a racer, you're a freestyler, and now you're going back to racing. I mean, I grew up as a motocross racer with my dad. This is where it all come from, comes from. Um, but then freestyle motocross was a big part of my life for sure. Yeah. Like the last 10 years, I only concentrated on freestyle motocross. And then doing no events, I was like, mm, there are no freestyle motocross events. Why I should push myself to a double flip or to a front flip or to a body barrier? Um, instead of going to achieve your dreams, like going yeah. to a bicycle race, like I did, I, I did a downhill race. And then I have a good friend who is one of the best hard enduro riders, Manuel Lettenbichler. I have so much fun with him on the bike. So I, I went to hard enduro events. I did hard enduro events and flat track events and all that stuff I always looked up to. And last year, I, this was the year I every, like everything I tried. And I, I was kind of successful as well. <laughs> Man, very. I would say incredibly yeah. to, to do all yeah. of those and uh, to get to where you got to all in one year. That's bloody impressive um so the actually one thing i did notice was you've got your vlog series um and it looks like you've only just started this whole channel and you're already getting quite good views which is i think <laughs> yeah, I, I have to be honest i would keep it in german because i just want to film the real stuff i don't want to fake anything yeah. i want to film the real stuff what is happening i don't want to do extra stuff for the camera it's just the camera is with us and with me and so are all the like the viewers and with me at the show or at the event so i think especially for the german guys the american thing is a big part to be interested in so the start is for sure was well done for now <laughs> i'm pretty <laughs> i'm i'm on my own i'm i'm super surprised uh the youtube like the views and everything and the followers are went up like this already so i'm yeah like i said i'm super surprised i'm su i'm super thankful this uh went like this i was i was very surprised and then to be honest i sort of came back to the idea of yeah it was all in german Okay, there were some parts where I heard you speaking English, but it was generally all in German, and I tried yeah. to follow along, but my German sucks. Um, <laughs> but I, I did, I could understand a bit of it, um, and I thought, okay, that would actually be perfect for your fans in Germany yeah. who don't get that feeling, like you just said. That's that's the yeah. real. That's just you turning up really, and finding yeah. out what the hell's going to happen in don't another be country. Don't be social media fake, and don't be. Uh blah 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 this and that guy exactly. it's, just, it's just me and the second video i put out i was crying so much because it was the day before nm1 or it was actually the final practice day when the trainer called it and said hey this was the last time you rode your bike before nm1 and i was like dude oh. this is my childhood dream i will achieve my childhood dream and i will be at the start gate for nm1 and so I cried so much, like 
the, the few days before Anaheim yeah. because I just because I was so happy. Yeah. So I would put some more work into into YouTube. I mean, I'm I'm not cutting the videos, so I only I'm trying to put my filmer with me who was not in America, unfortunately. Um, but I would put him. I'm trying to put him everywhere and. We're trying to put subtitles in so all the American or English speaker can follow this a little bit more. So I'm I'm giving my best and hopefully there yeah. are some more, even even some more motorsport categories I can try out this year. Definitely. Why not? Why not? Well, yeah. the good thing is out of all that. Well, actually, the funny the funny part I think it was in episode four. Um, I watched you just walking through the pit area, you know, everybody's coming in to, you know, during the day to watch, you know, all the backstage, uh, action. And there was Keith Sayers doing the freestyle motocross show with all of those guys. And you were yeah. just watching the freestyle show. And I thought, Oh, as a random guy. Yeah. No one, no one cared about me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I thought, I wonder if like, you know, because you're riding a gas gas for everybody who hasn't seen. You're on a gas gas. Is that right? Yeah, I you're was, on a gas I, gas. I bought, a, I bought one. I bought one used bike over in America. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought, I wonder if you just like tap Keith on the shoulder and say, "Hey, um, can I just do a backflip on this thing before the main event?" And yeah. <laughs> but how was the, it though? The, just the, being the there, you're like, the bets are high today. <laughs> so everyone asked me, "How when do you do the backflip?" I was like. Yeah, maybe not at the first round, and I've heard there are some fines on it. So, so oh. the fine was like about five thousand dollars or something. And then three or four guys came up with the same idea without knowing the other ones. The same. So the guy guys came came up with the idea. Oh, we will open a GoFundMe account, and everyone can pay <laughs> some stuff, and you will for sure get way more money than the fine will be. <laughs> yeah for so, sure for sure you'll have was, sponsors just was, coming out everywhere <laughs> there was buttery films came coming up with this idea there oh, was emery yeah. photo so really well-known guys telling yeah. me this and came up or asking me when do you do backflip when do you do some freestyle tricks and but it's quite hard to be a freestyle motocross rider and a supercross rider at the same day because especially for me i'm really struggling with all the supercross rhythms to get done wow. And then, I mean, that freestyle part, as I don't have to do super hard tricks like a secret backflip or a KD, KD flip or some other hardcore tricks for me, I'm good to go with that one. It's even, yeah, it is hard to go because it's not my freestyle bike over there. Yeah. Um, but then at the same day, like a few minutes later to concentrate on the, all the rhythms, on the whoop sets, on on the doubles, on the triples, on the supergirls track, it's almost impossible to do. Yeah. Actually, just on that, like the actual riding in an AMA Supercross event, how much different was that to any other race you've ever done? Just the mental effect. Just mental? Just, <clears throat> I mean, they just ride around the course. Yeah. So we do also in Germany, but the, the mental effect about the history, about my about my story, about my dream and everything. I was I was dreaming while I was riding, but then I was like, dude, you have to concentrate. You have to get that rhythm right. You need the speed. You need the the line choices and everything. Whew, was a 
exhausting day for sure yeah definitely <laughs> but i enjoyed it so much it was the best thing ever happened to me for now yeah oh well i guess you've, you've got a little bit of a break now so uh let's yeah. see what happens in one year time one year yeah time. true if you, if you manage to get back there and try it all again i mean then you've already done yeah it. for you, sure i want to get that the... surgery i want to get that surgery done i want to get healthy i want to get fit again and then concentrate on freestyle motocross shows again as a few more are coming up this year again i'm really happy for that and then I got some stuff to do in summertime and then fall is coming and then I can plan out the winter again. But Man. for now, the surgery is first and then some freestyle shows for sure. So with the surgery, what are you up for? Uh, it's a broken heel. Uh, yeah. I guess it's a couple of screws or some plates or what? what's the plan? You don't know. Yeah, somehow like this, something like this. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, the doctor explained me this morning. Yeah, we we have two chances, but we will open it up and then we will decide what's the best one because that one one chance is pretty heavy with a plate and a few screws, and the other one is like a thinner plate and two two pins kind of. So You'll I see think they do their job. I can I can ride a bike. They can do like the. I don't know what to call it. Repair bone work. Oh, they're, they're like carpenters, you know, with a hammer and chisel. And yeah, I mean, in the end, they're also just the mechanics. They repair the, the 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 bodies. I can repair exactly. my bike. They can repair bodies. So hopefully, they they're good at it. Exactly. So I mean, like I said at the top of this, the good news is the Cologne event that was postponed, supposed to be January sixth, about two weeks ago. That will be May 29th. It is a Sunday. So if, you know, most people will think it's a Saturday and also for you just to make sure to turn up on a Sunday. Um, <laughs> do you think you'll be ready for, for May 29 with this? Surgery? Yeah, I think so. The plan for now is two months of um, and then get back to training again. So we'll be ready on the, hopefully on the bike, like mid April. And then I can build some uh, strength again and work on my body stuff. And I think beginning of May or mid-May, I should be ready to go hard on a freestyle bike and do some good tricks again. Perfect. Well, we'll be by, waiting by then, for you. <laughs> by then, the weather should be nice enough to practice in Germany again. So this won't be a problem. Well, actually, that's probably half the thing. This is... You know, this is something I never thought about uh, in Australia, but in Europe, yeah. you guys basically have six months where you kind of don't ride anyway, unless you go down south to Spain. Um, yeah, true. From so, November to April, it's kind of hard, so you have to go somewhere else. And mostly it's Spain, yeah, at the Yeda's compound or Yeda yeah. compound. Yeah. So uh, actually, if you're going to get an operation, now is the absolute perfect time so yeah true you've nailed it <laughs> perfect well done nah i was not really <laughs> looking forward to this <laughs> uh so yeah. to, tomorrow you go in for the surgery um we'll hopefully i'm sure by the sounds of it uh we'll see you on the 29th of may at uh, the freestyle of nations so uh can't wait sure. to can't wait to see you there um any any news for your german or not news but uh, a bit of a shout out for your german fans because it'll be team germany or you know i guess team germany you luke hannes or team duck we'll see <laughs> uh, but yeah throw out a little shout out to your german fans yeah also meine lieben damen und herren uh, ich freue mich auf jeden fall am 29. mai 
in Köln dabei zu sein beim Freestyle of Nations. Ich hoffe, ihr kauft alle ein paar Tickets ähm, und könnt, euch, könnt uns, das Team Deutschland, ganz doll unterstützen. Und ja, ich war in Amerika, da war das Stadion vor und ich hoffe, dass wir das äh, Stadion in Köln auch genauso voll bekommen und eine richtig gute Stimmung haben. Couldn't have said it better myself. Well done. Yeah? Did you understand anything? <laughs> oh, I, I got a bit of it. <laughs> Come yeah. on. Like no, I, I just I, said, I, it was, I just said it's, it's crazy and I went to Los Angeles, so I went to Anaheim and there was a full-packed crowd, like a full-packed stadium with 30,000 people. It was insane to see that. So it is still possible to put that many people in one stadium. So hopefully Cologne will be packed almost like this and then we we will get some good vibes and some good stuff and some good tricks for sure that's it well actually i think cologne is the biggest indoor arena in germany as well it's it's not thirty thousand, but it's yeah. definitely it's definitely a big crowd i think in for yeah. an inside arena i'm sure there's soccer yeah. stadiums that are huge here in germany but uh for an indoor arena let's see if we can fill it out yes And then awesome. there's good, good crowd and then good vibes. And this is what we need after exactly. a long break like this. That's it, man. Awesome. Thank you so much. It was, it was great to talk to you. Good luck for your operation tomorrow. Uh, we all hope to see you as soon as possible uh, yeah. back on the bike. And uh, everybody, check out Kai Haas' new YouTube channel because they're damn good vlogs. Yeah, my boys. <laughs> <laughs> see you later, man. Yes. So as this was recorded a few weeks ago, Kai has already come home. He's had his surgery in Germany and he is feeling better. And he's just about to start moving again with a bit of swimming. And hopefully in another few weeks time, he'll be off the crutches and getting about. If you want to see Kai in probably his first events back in freestyle motocross, check out nightofthejumps.com as he'll be one of the main riders to watch with the next two events actually from Night of the Jumps in his home nation of Germany with Munich and Cologne Freestyle of Nations. And a huge shout out to the best damn sponsors of this podcast going around with Lakes Networking from Australia having developed all my websites when they actually used to be hard to build like 10, 15 years ago to now just making them easier to use. Especially for dummies like me who really don't have time to stuff around building my own website. Even when they say it's so easy, it is a pain in the ass. Rothaus for keeping my studio interesting enough for me to sit in there with all the Tannen Zepfler beers while I record all of this. And actually, my bikes are in my studio and they do love a drink as well. So thanks to Motorex Oils, which is their choice to keep them quenched. and th Well, keep their thirst quenched. Wow, where was I going with that one? And Spect Goggles who actually handed me a new set of the new special Red Bull goggles that they do in collaboration. But it's been so cold here in Germany that I haven't even ridden in them yet. But they do also come in very handy with protecting your eyes when you're trying to cut onions for dinner. That's about all I've done with them so far. Because I don't like to look like a sook crying over the fumes of onions. If you've got any questions about freestyle motocross actually in general or you want to share your favorite pictures from riding at home or finding a new place to go free riding, actually I've got into Facebook a little bit more lately and I know that sounds lame and it sounds old but I've realized that the Facebook group 
FMX Freeriders actually has a lot of use. So there are a lot of guys already in there. It's a really good community and it's starting to build up and it's really cool to see. Plenty of pro riders are in there to answer any of your questions. But yeah, just jump in. Show us what you've been up to. It's pretty good. So that's it for the public notices. I hope you enjoyed this special interview from Night of the Jumps. Now get out there, go riding, and you'll hear from this podcast again very soon. Thank you.